0: Uh, I definitely don't kid myself that, you know, I don't offer as much to a promotion as, say, someone who's 24, 25 years old that, you know, hasn't had the injuries that I've had, hasn't had, isn't my age, is younger, and and is a little more raw than Mm -hmm.
1: I am. There's definitely, I guess, a shelf life question at that point, right?
0: Yes and no. I mean, I think, uh, obviously, there's people that are successful later. Look at Christopher Daniels, Mm -hmm. right? Perfect example. But uh, And Kurt Angle still is having great matches on the indies, even though he's had, what, four neck surgeries and is is in his 40s.
1: He's also, I think, in a good way, I mean this, I love Kurt Angle. Certified will be insane when it comes to performance.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, I agree. I think a lot of it comes down to, though, um, you have to know your limitations Mm. when you get into wrestling at this age. And I think you have to also um, pace yourself. So, you know, I'm not the type of person that's going to try 450. And if I would, I would probably hurt myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do that. And um, I think a lot of it comes down to training and the people you you wrestle with. Um, people from you know my trainer Brandon Kay all the way up to Christopher Daniels at Ring of Honor camp, who I had a chance to work with. You know, and even Steve Austin says this on his podcast: if you don't know how to take a move or you don't feel comfortable taking it, don't take it. You should be skilled enough as a performer to be able to put something in the match that's safe, that tells the same story. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, some guys are hesitant to say to someone, hey, I don't really want to take that or I don't know what I'm doing. But you have to speak up because at the end of the day, it's your body that's on the line there.
1: Well, especially something like, you know, guys that maybe have a chance to, you know, uh, indies over the years, you know, uh, the local guy that gets the, hey, we're going to put you up against AJ Styles coming into town, right? You know, you don't want to say no to AJ. You don't want to say no to a Christopher Daniels or something like that, I would imagine.
0: Well, you don't, but but
1: I guess knowing
0: uh, the attitude that those guys bring, and especially mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels, they would never want you to agree to take something that you've never taken before either. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, one thing that, that Christopher Daniels said, which was really interesting, was, you know, as a performer... You want to kind of have a skeleton of a match that you can plug anyone of any skill level into in case you get, you find yourself in a situation where you're booked on a show and you don't get a chance to work with someone that may not be as experienced as you. And you never want to put anything in there that's going to be extremely challenging because it's not going to look that good mm-hmm. and it's going to detract from your performance. So um You know, you might be a little hesitant to say that to those individuals, but those are the individuals that would understand more than anyone else, Mm -hmm. okay, I understand why this person doesn't want to do this.
1: Absolutely. So let's talk about your character a little bit. Uh, Chachi and I, you know, we, we, we film a lot of promotions, so... We we made the, the, the decision at the beginning of the year, like let's go enjoy some wrestling and sure. as we've talked about on Wrestling Man Show before recording this you know there's a lot of wrestling here in the in the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area so we went to PWX amongst other things uh, and here comes this guy he's got a gavel <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, which, which I, I have a criticism about that I'll get to a little later okay uh, and then he's throwing business cards out the next time we see him. <laughs> So, um, and uh, and then I look behind us because we're because then I look around and I was like, wait a minute, there's like an official law firm of PWX sign behind us, and I wondered if there was synergy going on there. No, at that point, <laughs> no,
0: no synergy there. That that ad's been up there since I started training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who that person is to be. I don't even know if that person's still practicing in the training.
1: <laughs> we just forgot the banners around pretty much. So indie wrestling, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Well, and you'll notice too. That the banner says, discounts for PWX fans. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I don't know what type of law this person's practicing, but rarely do you give discounts. Yeah. How would they know you're a PWX fan, too? You bring
1: your ticket stub, right? I mean...
0: <laughs> Maybe. I've never worked in the coupon law industry, so I'm not sure how that would work. Buy one,
1: get one free. Yeah, right. Um, get, out of, get out of jail free card. Right.
0: <laughs> those, those, those are not real, let me tell you
1: but you are like i said you're 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 a legitimate lawyer yes um i feel like i don't have to say legitimate in front of that uh but but uh you practice law you're you're doing this in, in you in your wrestling as well um hence a very no-brainer it sounds like
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely i uh so i also do this and i am a professor of law at uh, duquesne mm-hmm. university i teach their trial ad program so uh you know, everyone said, find a character that's you turned up to the 10th degree. Mm-hmm. And um, my character is is kind of the antithesis of the person that I am. I don't like to think I'm this uh, arrogant prick that walks around thinking he's better than everyone else. But uh, there's a lot of attorneys that act like that. So that was a good inspiration for the, the, the character the, of the gavel, David Lawless. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you envision some things that you'd like to say to some of your problem clients, and then you just unleash it on the moron fans.
1: So, so, so you. this is kind of a therapy for you,
0: a little bit. It, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of catharsis associated with going out and being able to cut a promo. Yeah, and you know what's cool is, um, as a heel, right, you get to think of all this like really terrible stuff to say, but you can get away with it because you're a heel, and yeah. people expect that from you. So, you know, the one I like to to really uh, it's it's kind of my go to when I go to a new territory, is that you know they boo me because they fear greatness, and that the greatest achievement these people will have is being able to tell their parole officer or GED instructor that they saw me wrestle. So you know that's like I would never say that to anyone. That's incredibly rude. Yeah. But to say that to like a room full of people and, and and as a you know as a heel, it's fantastic.
1: Absolutely. Is is you ever you know uh, in the courtroom or or, or... You know, meetings or whatever. Like you hear somebody say something I'm like that, be a good line for me to use.
0: Ah, uh, there's a there's an attorney that will remain nameless that uh, provides a lot of inspiration for the character of the <laughs> of the gavel, David Lawless. Imagine the most obtuse person you've ever met in your life, and working. Imagine trying to work with them in the context of practicing law. Mm-hmm. And you know, our goal in practicing law is to try to reach a resolution for our clients in the fastest way possible. Um, the most economical way and, mm-hmm. and just basically to make it as burdenless as possible for the people this person just said you know what f that i'm doing everything the exact opposite and it it just it makes me want to rip my hair out so that's that's kind of the inspiration for the character a little bit um is is this individual and his uh, shenanigans
1: absolutely uh, i i i it was fun uh, listening to you over on wrestling and death um and uh, and I witnessed, I think, the very thing that you were talking about, how how uh, the Connors Cure show, like somebody was ripping up the, the, the business card and throwing it back at you. Yeah, yeah. is the greatest
0: interaction. Well, and, and that's the thing is, you know, if you give the fans something that they can take home with them, mm-hmm. then, then they'll remember you. And uh, I think, you know, that's part of why I like the characters, because it's a natural, uh, there's a natural flow to being an attorney and throwing out business cards. You know, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen The Verdict with Paul Newman, but that movie opens up, it's it's a famous movie about lawyers, but it opens up with him going to a funeral and passing out his business card. Like, scummy ambulance chasers, that's exactly what they do, right? Mm -hmm. They throw their business cards out, you know, be represented by me. So that's exactly what I thought when I did that, and as an added bonus, the, the kids have something they can rip up or throw back at me, or keep if they like my character. Absolutely.
1: Uh, which brings me around, talking talk about your character and the, and the fun things you do with it, I have a criticism. Okay. And I thought about this again at that Connors Cure show. I saw you come out. I don't know if it was the venue, the context, or whatever. You, you had the gavel. Yeah. All right. I feel like the gavel is too small. I I just feel like, and I know that's a real probably a real size gavel, right?
0: That is a real size gavel. You probably have not been at a show where you've seen me take out the three-foot gavel that I have.
1: No! No! That I wasn't going to suggest one that big, but I, I just feel like it should be accented a little bit more, right?
0: It's like my... I would liken my three-foot gavel to Triple H's sledgehammer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm serious. So,
1: Okay, okay. Go, I'm, war- I'm warming up to the idea now. That's fine. I, I, absolutely. If
0: you go on YouTube, okay, and you type in uh, David Lawless versus Peyton Graham... There is a, there's our full-length match from the benefit brawl that was done at Freeport High School. You will see at the end of that match, the three-foot gavel makes its appearance. And let me tell you that every single time I've brought that gavel out, it has had the exact same reaction, which is pure shock, and people go crazy for it. it it's, it's like the sledgehammer, and that's exactly what I envisioned when I, when I found this. And I found it at a website called greatbigstuff.com. Which literally has anything you could imagine, just just giant sizes.
1: I need to. Oh, the we we have to investigate this site out there. There's, there's got to be some fun stuff we can get out of there. Great stuff there. Yes, <laughs> great, big stuff. great big stuff. Great big stuff. dot com, dot com. So so that, that solves the problem because Evan just like you are coming out, you're a big wrestler and gets this little gavel. Yeah, and and just like like, Man, what, you know? And, and I like the idea like you put it in the corner. Kind of like Boss Man's Nightstick style, right? Like yeah. the good old days. You got the thing. You can immediately be reached for and and, and, and get in there. Yeah. But I'm s I am you you're way ahead of me. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's funny too because so I bought this this big honk and gavel, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to bring it out the first match that I had. So I saved it for the second match. And my second match ever was against G Raver, who was just oh, he was awesome to work with. Awesome to work with, especially for my second match, which I was terrified about, but he, he made it great. So we did this spot in the match where he's hung up on the top rope, and I take the big gavel, and I swing it at him, and I miss, and I do the whole rock thing where you get hit in the head with the gavel. Mm-hmm. So probably about four months later, I got asked to work a kid's birthday party, <laughs> and I, we wanted to do this same spot. And uh, I swing this gavel, and I snap the head of this giant gavel off. Almost hit a kid in the audience with it. Yeah, this this is the match. If you go, yep. You yeah, see yeah. It.
1: You you would just you just there it held, is. held it out over your head at this thing. There it is, and it is absolutely frightening. It looks like I if you know out of context, it looks like a mallet that Doink the Clown should have pulled out.
0: Exactly, which is exactly. But it's a gavel.
1: <laughs> it's a gavel. It's absolutely a gavel, I, and it didn't work. I, you, you still lost the match. <laughs> I think it was um, it
0: was it was uh, Ty Cross of the System Elite fame who told me after one of the shows when I had brought the big gavel out, he said, you know, that thing is absolutely ridiculous and it looks so hokey, but you actually make it work.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought,
0: well, that's a great compliment. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, your, your criticism is one that I'm sure other people have shared, but you, gotta, you never know, will he bring out the big gavel this show? You just never know. So that's why I have it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. A little bit of mystery. <laughs> if I ever get pulled over,
0: And people search the trunk of my car Alright Here's what you're going to find in the back of the trunk of my car A plastic torso Right for displaying merchandise
1: Okay yeah that's right right.
0: A fold up merch table Mm -hmm. A three foot gavel that's intact The head of a three foot gavel And the shaft of a gavel that's broken And a Rivers Casino Pop up party table So I don't know what people are going to think About that if they see that but uh, I'm sure I'll have to talk my way out
1: of it. Absolutely, absolutely. All
0: right. <laughs> oh, and my I mean, merchandise too. In your merchandise, and of merchandise, course. Merchandise They're like,
1: look, I'm a, I'm a wrestler. Would you like a T-shirt? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, uh, Is that a bribe at that point? Uh, I don't know if if the the T-shirt doesn't have any value. So there, there you go. There you go. Right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> from that. Um. So so uh you know you've been uh, doing this for a while. Uh what what's kind of the most uh surprising thing you've run into like reactions from fans or anything like that uh, uh in your time wrestling?
0: Um the the probably the coolest thing that fans have uh have catered to is this uh pe- calling people morons. Mm-hmm. So I end all my promos by saying you're welcome morons mm-hmm. because obviously lawyers are the smartest people in the world, so no one could ever match my intelligence. And um The fans that that like my character have started to call themselves morons, we are morons, and embracing it as a term of endearment. So that's been really interesting. And what really made it interesting to me was um, uh, Mr. Kennedy was on the Ross Report recently. And uh, I can say the word a hole right on here. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, yeah. We have fucking our our title. So just, perfect, yeah. perfect.
0: So he talked about how after he won the Money in the Bank at WrestleMania 23, I think it was, mm-hmm. they WWE told him, hey, we want you to cut a promo and we want you to come up with a catchphrase just like Austin did with Austin 316. And he had this idea to say something about how he was an asshole, and he wanted asshole to become a term of endearment, so people said we are assholes. Mm-hmm. They said no way, you can't do that. He did it in TNA though and it got over mm-hmm. with people calling themselves ass- assholes which is the same thing that happened with the morons. So that was really something that I thought was cool and uh, and unique that that's happened. Um interesting uh thing that's happened uh I had a um I think he was a Vietnam vet uh, chase me down and uh, threaten to fight me in State Street on State Street in Erie. Wait, wait, on State Street? Yeah, so I got a chance to wrestle at the Erie Ribbon Wing Festival last summer. Okay. And uh, if you've ever been to Erie, right on State Street in the middle, they have the uh, ring set up. It's through PWR Wrestling up in Erie.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Pro Wrestling Rampage. We've, we've talked about them on the show in the past.
0: Yeah, fantastic promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, great individuals. Actually, uh, John McChesney was the mm-hmm. person who uh, got me in there. So... We're getting dressed at a bar in State Street, and then that's where we're entering on the street, and we're walking down the ring, and it's like a half a block, a full block. So I get in the ring, and uh, I cut my promo, calling the people morons, and you know, telling them that they're going to tell their parole officer they saw me wrestle. And this guy starts screaming at me and says, "Hey, lawless, you asshole! I'm a vet. You don't talk to me like that." And I just look at him and nonchalantly say, "Old man, I'll put you in jail right now." <laughs> And this guy gets fucking pissed. So I'm, uh, I, uh, I won the match by a low blow, and I'm leaving to go back. And this guy with his cane is, like, walking, like, like, fast walking towards me, like, get back in the ring, you asshole. I'll kick your ass. So, like, the security guard just is just like, keep walking, dude. But, I mean, that was the, the first and only person I've had that's threatened to actually fight me in professional wrestling.
1: Which is a, a mark of accomplishment.
0: I've always said, if someone killed me because of my character, I would consider it like I've arrived. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, on that note, uh, uh, you know, tell me what are you what are you watching these days? What's kind of catching your attention, or maybe uh, some inspiration from, or stuff to look out for that you're seeing out there?
0: So I watch a lot of wrestling. Um, I guess obviously WWE is the has the most content out there. Um, I love everything in NXT. I think. I like their shows. Um, you know, I think they have a little bit of an advantage when they do the live event specials because everyone's so amped up to see wrestling over that live event weekend and they have the first crack at it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that their timing on their shows is perfect. Like, two hours is, in my opinion, the perfect time for a wrestling show because it's just enough time to keep everyone's attention for every match where people aren't on their phones, where they're not distracted by going to get something to eat. And I really think that WWE should try to do that with its bigger shows or split it up. Um, a An indie promotion that I really watch a ton is PWG. Um, and I love it for just the cool moves and all the, the environment of PWG. Like if I could wrestle at PWG just once, I, I would retire a happy wrestler because I think it'd be so cool to get out there. Um, I really like What Culture, Pro Wrestling. I like what they're doing from... Uh, you know, storyline standpoint, a match standpoint, but from a marketing standpoint too, they are killing it over there. And I think they used YouTube as a platform to basically launch their promotion. And now they're doing multi-shoot i pay-per-view broadcast. They have Jim Ross and Jim Cornette doing commentary. Wow. Um, limitless up in, I think they're up in Connecticut. The guy who owns limitless is like 20 years old. He's killing it too. They're bringing in some huge indie names. Um, And they're wrestling in like a – it looks to be like an Elks Lodge. Um, But they have a really good presence on YouTube as well. So the cool thing about being a lawyer is I sit at a computer all day. And unless I'm actively like, you know, typing something up or talking to people on the phone, I get a chance to watch wrestling. So I'm on YouTube a lot watching free matches. um, And I'm a huge Cody Rhodes fan. So I think I've watched every match that he's done on the indies. Um, And he's been down to the PWX in uh, North Carolina Mm-hmm. Uh, where I think he recently wrestled John Skyler, who was in the finals of the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I know I've seen I've seen John at RWA a couple of times. Yeah. yeah,
0: top prospect tournament. Yeah. Um, some other promotions. I mean, CZW. I like. I don't like their deathmatch stuff, but I do like you know their traditional shows. Um, Beyond Wrestling obviously has some great stuff as well. Evolve uh, when I can, you know, when they put the free matches up. Anything that Chris Hero was doing on the Indies for the last 2 years, I've really, you know, taken to and I think he's just fantastic. Um there's so so many so much great wrestling out there. And if you get on YouTube and just even look up, you know, just free match, you'll you'll find a lot of great promotions. AEW has some great stuff. Uh, I started recently getting into AIW in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um it's a little bit of an acquired taste in my opinion, but still would be a cool place to work as well. I know there's some people from Pittsburgh that have they, gotten opportunities, and there. they do.
1: And we've 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 had John on the show a couple of times. And we somebody I know we look at is like they are really good about creating moments and stuff that people will gravitate to, to on on YouTube and social media. Feels, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and it's been. You, do you listen to our podcast? Uh, no, I haven't. The card's subject to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely worthwhile uh, as a promoter or or just people into wrestling because it, it's really interesting to see they like. They book stuff just because, like, wouldn't it wouldn't be cool if we saw this. Yeah, like, like something like Dan Severn or somebody. They were like. I just want to hear Dan Severin's entrance music in our arena. Yeah, <laughs> you know for a show. Well, I think it, a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. You know,
0: like uh, you know Joey Janela had Joey Janela's Spring Break down right. uh, Which WrestleMania is, weekend. Is
1: I heard probably more about Joey Janella's Spring Break than I did WrestleMania. Yeah, on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, like it was. You were still seeing gifts like throughout the week afterwards. It was is incredible.
0: And what was the main event of that? I don't even know. Joey Janella versus Marty Jannetty.
1: Oh my God,
0: that is. <laughs> To me, that is the that's the epitome of what Joey Janela would do on Spring Break.
1: It's this (laughs) interesting point where where you know we talk about you know one of the cruxes of the show is like, hey, if you're into this as a wrestler, as somebody into indie wrestling, you have to be. You know, we we talk about like Raw and everything. You wonder if people even like wrestling that are watching and talking about it online, right? Yeah. And you're like, you know, the people that love the wrestling most should be the people like in your position, right? Yeah. Um, and and I think when you go see Shows like that, shows like AIW, it's, it's you know, the fans get to Fantasy Book and have that opportunity to like, man, it'd be really cool to wrestle Marty Jannetty because, holy crap, it's Marty Jannetty, right? Yep. Uh, whether, ironically, for fun, tongue-in-cheek, just we'd love to see that yeah you know and 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 a lot of us as fans would love to see that as well and because we're on the same page as the guys in the ring getting a chance to do it
0: yeah and i think you know when you see wrestlers having fun like that it's hard not to enjoy it Mm -hmm. and that's why pwg in my opinion is so much fun to watch because the wrestlers are having fun the fans Mm -hmm. are having fun it's just it's a really cool environment and it's one that just seems so accepting um you know, I think uh you look at some of the talents on the indies and, and, and why they're so successful. Chris Hero loves what he's doing. You can tell he really, you know, found his character and the person that he is. And his matches have just been fantastic for the last two years. Cody Rhodes, I always loved Cody Rhodes when he was in uh WWE, but now mm-hmm. that he's on the Indies, man, he's having a great time with his matches too. Um, you look at someone like you know, he's not on the indies necessarily, but Christopher Daniels, right? Great, great talent. Um, and he is just working fantastic right now also. So to watch him and to be able to see him having fun when he's wrestling too, um, it's great. And and there is so much good wrestling out there now that I feel like most fans haven't even discovered yet. Uh, but when they do, man, you can really sink your teeth into it. And, uh, you know, one match that I would recommend everyone watch if they get a chance is Christopher Daniels versus Adam Cole from Ring of Honor, which was in Las Vegas, when Adam Cole lost the title to Christopher Daniels, that match was just fantastic from a storytelling standpoint because you had the young talent versus the old talent. And just the way they opened that match was was, was perfection, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw the lead-up to that match here in Pittsburgh and, and you know, with with Kaz turning on him and everything, and it was, like, really kind of all against one on that on top of all of that. Um, you know, haven't had a chance to watch the match, but can't wait to. Um, all right, finally, what uh, what's the best and worst thing about uh, indie wrestling?
0: The best thing about indie wrestling is uh, getting the opportunity to meet the fans. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I mean, to have young kids come up to you and ask for your autograph, um, to uh, just to be able to interact with the fans. Let me let me take that back. Meeting the fans is great. Um, to interact with the fans. And and by that, I mean, I think indie wrestling is, is just the coolest thing ever. And I, I really wish that everyone on the whole saw it like that. And that's why I've made a concerted effort to try to get out and expose people to indie wrestling that might not. So, you know, people ask me, do you tell people in your line of work that you're a professional wrestler? Absolutely. My students that I teach at Duquesne come out to my shows I auction off tickets to the shows for public interest Law society at Duquesne so that you know students can bid and come to the shows. Um, I've worked on coordinating charity shows for people actually one of my former clients actually helped to coordinate a charity show so what I tell people all the time is you know WWE is the major leagues of professional wrestling okay you will not find a better production mm-hmm. in a live event or on a television show than WWE okay but you're also going to pay for it. If you're a family of four, and you want to go down and see them at the arena, you're going to spend upwards of $100. But for $40, you and your family can come out, can get you know, concession food, can get to a show that might have 100 to 500 people, and maybe those wrestlers are interacting with those kids. So it's not like you know you go down to the arena, and maybe AJ Styles sees your sign. It's, hey, I went down, and I got a business card thrown at me by a wrestler. Okay, or, you know, I got to see someone like Sean Phoenix breathe fire and I could feel the heat coming off of it. So it's it when you're young, right, and you like wrestling, you just want to see wrestling. Would it be cool when I was younger to see the rock? Sure. But if someone would have taken me to an indie show, I'd have been like, shit, this is awesome, too. Like, this is professional wrestling. So the accessibility for the fans is what I love about indie wrestling my least favorite part about indie wrestling is dealing with some of the people behind the scenes (laughs) in indie wrestling. Um, it's, uh, you know, it can be challenging, um, because it's a business that is run on pretty much a shoestring budget. And, you know, uh, everyone in the indies thinks that they're the best at what they do. Everyone thinks that they have the best ideas. So, you know, when you're playing in someone's sandbox, you got to realize I have to do what they want me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's challenging because sometimes you might not agree with certain things that people are doing behind the scenes but then again it's really not your place to uh you know change it because you're not the one that's putting up the money. If you don't like it, you can go elsewhere. And and that's what people will do and I don't blame people for that. Um that's challenging and then you know it's 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 One of the things that's, it's not my least favorite, but it's something that all, I think, good independent wrestlers understand. This is a 24-7 job, and you are always thinking about it. It consumes your life. I love it. I'm passionate about it. I wouldn't be here way past my bedtime if I wasn't. (laughs) But, um, you know, it it can be exhausting at times, too, because you always have to be on. You're always thinking of new things. So that is one of the things that... uh, can be a little bit um exhausting but man it's to to work a show and to have people tell you they enjoyed your match they like your character or they hate your character there's nothing better
1: awesome well let people know where they can find uh more about you
0: absolutely uh you can find me on twitter at gavel lawless that's g-a-v-e-l-l-a-w-l-e-s-s as it's on the screen on Instagram, which is my favorite form of social media, at gaveldavidlawless and facebook.com slash gaveldavidlawless. My email address is gaveldavidlawless at gmail.com for any booking inquiries or if anyone wants to just uh, ask any questions of me. Um, You know, I I never want to say that I won't talk to any of the individuals that come to the shows. Made some great friends through coming to the shows as well. Uh, I have t-shirts that, you know, are for sale. I'll have... uh, you should really follow me on Instagram because I'll have caption this contests where you can actually win free t-shirts from captioning uh, photos. So the first one um, we just did a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to be putting one up in the next couple weeks as well. Um, you know, if you're looking to, if anyone out there is, you know, knows any local promotions and you're looking to bring in a unique character, uh, I'm probably one of the only people that's doing the attorney character the way that I'm doing it uh, in wrestling. And it's a unique experience for the fans. So give it a shot. I'm willing to travel and, uh, you know, take a loss if I have to just to get to a new market. Um, but I'd love to come and bring the gavel David Lawless to anywhere they'll have me.
1: And varying sizes of gavels.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, the big gavel might be challenging to get on an airplane, but gosh darn oh, I'm going to make it work.
1: Eh, just <laughs> throw, it in, throw
0: it in check luggage. Uh, yeah. It's, I think it's like 30 pounds, so I'd have to make sure.
1: The border might be hard. Uh yeah. The border might be a little hard.
0: Well, so. once the wall goes up, I won't need to
1: worry about that. That is so. true. Well you just order it at, at it was a big stuff. Greatbigstuff.com greatbigstuff.com and a com, to the foreign stuff. Ship country. it forward. And then you just have to like, you know, you have a Canadian gavel for when you're up there, you have a Mexican gavel for when you're down there, just leave it with somebody. Yep. You know, you need a, a a gavel a gavel sitter.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then can I do some shout outs before? Yeah, go we- for it. So I just want to shout out to, uh, first of all, my trainers, Brandon Kay, Crusher Hansen Chris LaRusso, who did help train me. And we went to law school together. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, Chris LaRusso and, oh, gosh, I don't want to – oh, Dean Radford. I don't want to leave anyone out. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the people that I trained with, I had a great training class. It was me, Lee Moriarty, Sean Phoenix, Duke Davis. We all came in together, which was awesome because um, we were just really hungry and got after it. Uh, Shout-out to Lewis the Nerd. Shout-out to Andrew Palace. Shout-out to Chris LaRusso again as a wrestler. Shout-out to Jack Pollock and all of Team Storm with Jackson RC, Marcus Mann, Matt Connard, uh, System Elite, Peyton Graham, um, Christian Black, and uh, don't want to forget Locked and Loaded, Duke Davis, Scanlon Jones Jr., the hottest tag team in professional wrestling. (laughs) Well, yeah, they're going to blow up huge. Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. If you guys want to check out more discussions like this, please subscribe to us, Indie Wrestling. Or I'm sorry, Indie Mayhem Show um, on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. Check out a lot of great indie wrestling. Support a lot of these guys that you just mentioned over at indiewrestling.us or uh, whatever promotions that, that we discuss through the show. It doesn't have to be ones we worked with, just as long as you're supporting indie wrestling out there. And, Of course, follow everything at Wrestling Mayhem Show, at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. And good times at Wrestling Show.com is the email. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to our guest, uh, David Lawless. Go, go support him and support Indie Wrestling. We'll see you next This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.